The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. A couple of big-name free agents still available. We're going to focus on one of them on today's PFTOT. The extra show that we have in place to get to the things that we don't get to during PFT Live. And there was one specific topic we wanted to get to today on the two-hour window that we have on NBCSN. And we did not. And that is the report from ESPN's Adam Schefter that the Browns have been pursuing pass rusher Jadavian Clowney. And Clowney has been balking at going to the Browns, even though Cleveland has been the most aggressive with him financially. Uh, not a whole lot of information as to why he's just been hesitant to go to Cleveland. Chris, I don't know whether he thinks more money is going to be available from someone else once he can go take a physical or if he just doesn't want to play for the Browns because of the reputation and the recent history of the Browns. But you put him out there with Miles Garrett. My goodness, Jadavian Clowney getting some favorable matchups on the edge. He could create some havoc there. Without a doubt. And, you know, why? I'm just, I, I got to say this. So, someone's pressing a button in the back control room. Pete Demolitolitis or Kristen Coleman, because I can't hear Mike as loud. So somebody's do that. I heard somebody just take a deep breath. So I had to say that, hey, it's PFTOT. There you go. But either way, I, I mean, I, I really like the sound of it. I'm with you. I mean, Jadeveon Clowney, first off, what is he asking for? What type of money? I don't know still. It's obviously you know, a very rich price tag. And there's obviously a pickiness about where he wants to go and where he wants to play. Okay. There's got to be, it must be as far as where he wants to go city and live wise and where he wants to play. But man, Jadeveon Clowney on that defense, like you said, opposite of Miles Garrett, they got talented defensive tackles. You know, this is a team on the rise. You know, I just wonder what about, Cleveland does Jadeveon Clowney not like or not want to commit to right now. But I, I think, you know, there's a lot of things to be excited about what they got there. You know, a guy like Joe Woods, the defensive coordinator, he's a guy I've been around a lot in my life. He's got great energy. He's got a very creative scheme. I think he'll be able to draw from a few different schemes. So, you know, I just I'm 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 really I'm I'm really like intrigued to see where Clowney ends up. I really am. I, I don't get it and I don't hear a lot of rumors about teams that are like getting close to signing him or there's a deal in place or, you know, he might go there. There's just not a lot to go on right now. The information that Schefter provided when he was appearing on ESPN Cleveland was detailed and thorough, but it was incomplete. The one thing that he did not mention is how much the Browns are offering. And I think that is the key to understanding why Jadavian Clowney has walked. We know that the Seahawks could have applied the UFA tender to Jadavian Clowney after the draft at $16.5 million for one year, and they didn't do it, which tells you where the Seahawks' limit is as to what they would be willing to pay him. Last year he made $15 million, although the Texans paid a large chunk of that as part of the trade that sent him to Seattle. Uh, I, I need to know what people are and, – and look, the fact that the numbers aren't out there, it's kind of odd that no one has leaked it yet um, right. from either perspective – but from his perspective, you consider what he's made in his career, the $15 million last year, he's in a position where he can, he can wait. And what he has to ask himself is, 
when do I pull the trigger on this? When do I accept whatever this package is? Do they want multiple years from me as opposed to one year? Because if I'm not going to get what I want, I don't want to do a multi-year deal with the Browns, even if it offers $15 million a year, because I'd rather make $12 million this year with a chance of striking it rich next year if I land in the right position. So I think there's a lot of factors that go into this, and it's there impossible is. to get to the bottom of what is really going on without knowing the amount being offered by the Browns and the length. If they are insisting on a multi-year deal, that would be a reason to balk at it. Even if it's the highest annual average, if he's thinking, I'm not going to get anywhere close to what I want to make, and I have to do a one-year deal and then chase that brass ring this year, that would be why he'd say no to the Browns. No, I'm not doing a multi-year deal. So until we know those things, it's impossible to really understand why he has said no to the Browns. Yeah, no, you're right. We don't know. We haven't really heard numbers in any specific team with Jadeveon Clowney. We just heard that, you know, oh, it seemed like he was asking for a lot. And then it, we heard a little bit that, okay, it seems like the asking price has gone down. But we've never heard anything definitive. And, you know, also with that, with the Jadeveon Clowney conversation, Mike, I know you and I have talked about this before, you know, and this is, you know, one, he's a scary guy to sign to a long-term deal. I just think we got to revisit that just to, you know, he's had an injury history. He had an injury history last year. You know, sir, as awesome as he is, you're going to, you know, chances are, from what we've seen the last few years, you're going to have to deal with a few games without him on the field. And, you know, that's part of probably the reason he's not quite getting the yearly average money that he wants. But also what I would say to Devion Clowney is, you know, man, you've been hurt a lot. You know, you've had some serious injuries. You know, don't be too greedy. Make sure you set yourself up for some, you know, guaranteed money to protect yourself in case something does go wrong. Uh, so there's a fine line. But the more and more we get here with the clowny thing, Mike, it just seems like, you know, more than anything, he wants to be in a place like Seattle. I, I feel like winning culture and culture seems to come up a lot in the clowny conversation. And maybe he's just not sure about that Cleveland culture right now. Yeah, you know, that may be part of it as well. But without knowing, again, the amount being offered and the, the terms, how many years of a commitment do they want? I think it's impossible to fully understand why he is saying no to Cleveland. Because I can understand why he would say, you're offering me two years, $30 million. I don't want that when I know I could make $12 million back in Seattle, just throwing a number out there, right. and, and put myself in a position if I stay healthy all year long and produce where I can get a much greater package in 2021. So, look, I feel bad for this guy. He was drafted after the rookie wage scale came into place. He never got the huge money that a number one overall pick usually gets. He never got a second contract from the Texans. He played out his five years under his rookie deal, a one-year franchise tag on top of that. Six years into the NFL, he's never gotten that big money contract, and I don't think he's going to get it this year. So at some point, he's got to call the ball. He's got to pick a spot, and he's got to say, this is what I'm doing in 2020 in the hopes of doing even better in 2021. And Chris, something you said not that long ago that I think is very appropriate for Jadavian Clowney, it very well may be, the balance of his career consists of one-year deal here, one-year deal there, one-year deal there, because teams are going to be leery about signing on with a multiple-year, mega-million-dollar commitment when you just don't know that he's going to stay healthy. No, he's, he's a little, you know, I don't want to say damaged goods, but he's beat up. And, you know, added to Micro that. Microfracture. Microfracture. Right. He is damaged That's goods. A- he had microfracture surgery after his rookie year. You're right. I, I, I stand corrected. Yeah, he's damaged goods. 
you know, it doesn't mean he's damaged goods to where he can't go out there and be awesome. We know he can be awesome. There's no doubt about that. But I think with the team, yeah, you got to take into that injury history. Okay. You know, how many games is he going to play for us? Is it going to be worth that price tag? And let's not forget too. I mean, no doubt. This is one of the most physical psychos in football. So, you know, I don't expect this guy to be just, you know, playing for 10 more years after this. I don't. At some point, his body will wear down, you know, with the, the, the style of play. I mean, we saw what he did in the playoff game. He did like a flying head smash into the ground with Carson Wentz. You know, he leaves it all out on the field, which I really respect and love about the guy. But I think ultimately, this is what we're going to see, Mike, is that last point you hit on is going to see one- and two-year deals by Jadeveon Clowney. And maybe that's just what he has to accept and get a lot of guaranteed money out of a two-year deal and just go that way and hope he stays healthy and maybe strike up another big two- or three-year deal right after that. Well, we'll see how it plays out for Jadeveon Clowney. He's not missing anything for now other than virtual meetings. I have a feeling that sometime during training camp or just as training camp begins, he'll find that spot, he'll pick that team, and he'll get ready to have a big year in 2020 in the hopes of cashing in next year assuming as it appears he won't cash in this year chris cashing in on a three-day weekend it's normal it's just a weekend you should we need to call it a three-day weekend for you it's just the weekend good it's called the christian special baby Woo yeah enjoy the detox to retox and untox and i'm sure you'll be texting me photographs of things you may be drinking and or smoking i always look forward to that I will do the same. Have a good weekend, and uh, we'll see you back on Monday. Everybody else, Friday, PFT Live, Big Cat. Get ready for me to dominate that SOB. Dominate him. Get him, Mike. Get him. See ya. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.